Welcome to Gatsy on Goosebumps, the show in which I review every single Goosebumps book from R.L. Stein's original series. And today we'll be continuing the Monster Blood saga with uh, Goosebumps number 29, Monster Blood 3. And we'll be enjoying a beautiful uh, Margaret River Bold Block Chardonnay 2017. So if I can just... <sighs> you can see from the front cover there we've got a, uh, a big boy um, with some nice uh, red uh, Converse shoes there. And you can see there's a tiny little uh, can of what we presume is Monster Blood leaking out in, in a playground and he's, he's stepping on some swings there. Um, I really like how the, all the Monster Blood books have a different colour green colour scheme. I think it works well. Tagline is, Evan's growing up way too fast, you know, because the Monster Blood. And blurb reads as follows. It's the slime that never dies. Evan can't stand babysitting his genius cousin Kermit. Kermit refuses to play video games. He won't even play frisbee. And he, all he likes to do is hang out in the basement doing strange experiments and playing mean practical jokes on Evan and his friend Andy. But now Andy's found something that will teach Kermit a lesson once and for all. It's green, it's slimy, and it comes in a can marked Monster Blood. So just to bring you up to speed, Monster Blood 1 featured a, a can of, a, of, of green slime that had a spell cast on it that made it keep growing. And it kept growing and growing until... It consumed the witch who put a spell on the slime originally, turning everything back to normal. Monster Blood 2, R.L. Stein wisely decided that it's stupid to have a magic spell being the reason for that, and just made it stuff that keeps growing, and a hamster grew really big. And that brings us to number three. Um, so we've got um, uh, Evan still friends with, uh, with Andy, who's the girl, and um, still being bullied by uh, Conan, who's the boy. But introduced to the, uh, the saga is... Um, Evan's cousin Kermit, who's this real little nerd, you know, fresh off of um, Cougar Clock of Doom with a really annoying younger sibling or younger relative that sort of continues in the same vein. He's this real little uh, dipshit that just uh, keeps trying to get Evan in trouble with his mum. He's babysitting Kermit, so he keeps telling his mum that Evan's not doing a good job babysitting, always getting him in trouble and, like, getting him beaten up by Conan and then saying Evan was picking fights. Little bastard. You'd think that after Monster Blood 2, where all the problems arise because Andy decides to use Monster Blood to play a prank on Evan's mean teacher, they'd learn their lesson about not using Monster Blood as a prank, but they don't, and they do the exact same thing. And they slip Monster Blood into one of um one of Kermit's science experiments. He's always making mixtures, like he makes one that um that shrinks things. That's probably not relevant. And so they slip in the Monster Blood, and nothing really happens. The mixture explodes, and it happens to get on a bit of candy bar that that Evan is eating. And so Evan grows really tall. And uh, first he uses his uh, giant size to, to get back at Conan. I think he puts him up in a tree. And then he like plays a baseball game. All the kids are amazed that this this friend of theirs is so big, but they seem to go along with it pretty easily. But it keeps getting bigger and bigger. Eventually the police are alerted. And so Evan's on the run from the police with his giant, giant shoes. Then Kermit has the bright idea that he can use the shrinking mixture from the first part of the story to shrink um, Evan back to his normal size, which it's good that he, he was able to to make that mixture, I guess. Um, and there's a lot of hijinks. First time um, he grows feathers or he turns blue or he gets like the hiccups and stuff. Finally, he gets the right mixture and before the police can capture Evan and I guess presumably shoot him. Um, he's back to normal size. All's well that ends well. Or is it? It ends with Evan waking up during a nightmare and he's shrunk down to like the size of like a, uh, a bone and his dog 
His beloved dog Trigger is like uh, picking up like a bone, and he calls to his dad and says, "I think we have a little problem," which is very clever to make a pun like that when you're uh, when you're seconds away from death. So the Monster Blood books are always a lot of fun, except for the first one, which wasn't that fun because, as I said before, it's kind of stupid that they make it like there's a spell on this line. And then they forget all that in the second book, and they forget about that in the second book. There's just this 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 substance that always grows, except when it's not convenient for the plot for it to grow. Like in the first book, for example, you open the can, it just keeps growing and growing and growing. Then, like in the second book, and in this book as well, you can just like I guess open it from the can and just um, use a tiny bit, and only that tiny bit will grow. The other thing won't turn into like a big a big blob again. And also, it's readily available. Apparently, like they found like this old magic jar in the first one, and they like get another one. In the in the second book, and then Andy's parents send her a third, <laughs> a third Monster Blood can from Europe. So I guess it's like it's all over the world and readily available for purchase, even though it has like devastating effects. In the second book, everything went back to normal because the Monster Blood was expired. It was old and stale, and they make a point to say, "Oh, this is fresh Monster Blood. I won't do that." So that's why we have the, the shrinking serum. So I mean, for a resolution, you know, it's fine. Our son does take pains to establish that. Kermit does make these experiment like these mixtures all the time. It's not just like he whips one out of the blue. That's like mainly what he does throughout the book, making these like these weird serums and stuff. So I guess it makes sense that you know he'd be able to do that. But sort of uh, a dead giveaway from the start when he's got like this shrinking mixture, and then the plot involves something that makes you grow really, really big. But it's fine. It's not a. It's not a. It's more of a hijinks one than a, a scary one. You know, Evan trying to evade the police and doing, you know, fun things while he's really big, like playing baseball. He contemplates being a superhero at one stage. So, not going to give you chills, but a, a fun and a, a good good continuation of the saga. He does actually make himself grow at the end of the second book to fight the giant hamster. And I think maybe I'll start just thought, hey, that's a good idea. Let's make that the basis for the second book. So, yeah, you've got giant blob in the first book, slash giant dog in the first book, giant hamster, slash giant boy in the second book, and now just giant boy in the third one. And it's fun. That's all for this week. Please join me next time, in which I discuss Goosebumps number 30. It came from being the same with a very special guest star. As always, thank you for watching. Please stay spooky and slip slop slap. <laughs>